I'll just preface this by saying that some of what might come along won't be suitable for listeners under the age of 18, so just bear that in mind before we continue. I'd also like to add that I'm not a pro-Trump guy, I'm not anti-Trump, I don't even live in America. I am pro-human, pro-humanity, so whoever is on that team, I'm on their side. Whoever isn't on that team, I'm not on their side. And if I make a judgment that, well, it appears to be that this person is trying to do their best for the people, then yeah, I'll support them. If later on that turns out to be wrong, then I am okay to say, well, I got it wrong and I'm now not supporting or on the same team as that person. I don't have a problem with ego or saying I got it wrong. I really don't. So let's begin. Just recently, we've had FBI or ex head of FBI Comey's testimony. And what I find fascinating about this testimony is this one. He said that Donald Trump was never under investigation for any sort of collusion with Russia or anything like that. So what's unusual here is that's all the press went on about, Russian collusion and he's under investigation and blah, blah, blah. And Comey was asked, well, why didn't you put the press right and say, hang on a minute, this isn't the case? Why didn't you? And the second point of note was that Hillary Clinton was under investigation by the FBI over this email leak or hack, whatever you believe, one or the other. The point is the emails came out for all to see. And Hillary was under investigation. (coughs) Excuse me. But Loretta Lynch, the Attorney General at the time instructed the head, Comey, FBI chief, don't say it's an investigation, just call it a matter. And so it was known as this matter that the FBI were working with Hillary Clinton rather than an investigation into Hillary Clinton. Do you see how they were trying to if nothing else, distort the terminology used and put out false narratives that weren't corrected, that supported Hillary and were anti-Donald Trump. So, on from that, I just find it interesting that this didn't make more of a impact in the news. Because... I would say that's quite a story just there. Which leads me on to the next thing. Why do you think they didn't want Trump in? Why were they trying to stop him getting there? And why were they pushing for Hillary? Well, we already know because Hillary would already said she wanted war. And if there was any sort of evidence that Russia was doing anything on the internet, we would go after Russia with real bombs and 
real, you know, war in reality, not just on online. Now, I can see a lot of people that might agree with that because if you happen to be part of a company that produces weapons, that's good news for you. If you happen to be part of a news organisation that is subsidised by somebody who also owns shares in a company that produces weapons, it's not a bad deal. Take a look at how many members in Congress and so on have shares in arms contractors. It's kind of alarming. It maybe has some way in explaining why America has been at war pretty much the entire millennium. Since the turn of the year 2000, how many days... Has America not been at war with one country or another, or in fact, five, six ago? And then along comes this guy who talks about peace and how he doesn't see peace as a weakness, but as a strength we should try and work together rather than be at each other. And sounds good, right? So... Why support the candidate who can't keep a secret? Who's got questionable deals? If you read the emails, there's some very questionable stuff in there. And yet they're going after this guy for colluding with Russia when there is no evidence at all. None. And the FBI chief said as much in his testimony, not a shred, nothing. What he did say was he felt uncomfortable, but my opinion on the FBI guy was he didn't want to lie, but at the same time he didn't want to come out and say something that would end up getting him suicided. I think we all know what that means. And then there's the fact that they've always took the mick out of Trump. You, you you look throughout the last however long. I mean, there's that clip that's a comedy where Trump tweeted. It's all about tweets these days. Oh, Obama, you're the worst president ever. And Obama responds on TV, pretending to tweet. Or maybe he did tweet, I don't know. Well, at least I will go down as having been a president. Well... And everybody laughs, obviously, this was way before. Then there was the fact that Trump was a complete jerk and he should just give up running because he's making America look bad and that it's already in the bag for Hillary, so, you know, don't embarrass yourself, just quit now. She's 99% certain to win. We all remember this. This isn't just fabrication. So I go back to it. Why have they... I mean, he's a billionaire. Let's, Let's make no qualms about it and let's make no qualms that to make money in New York in such a huge way in terms of land and retail and all the rest of it there will have been one or two shady characters that no matter who you are you'd have to deal with you'd either have to pay them off or you'd have to bribe them to get your permit or whatever in fact Trump even said this when he was campaigning he said we need to clean up this system because The system favours the rich. He says, I should know. 
I've exploited it, I've used it. And he said, so I know how it works. And let's again make no qualms, he does know how it works because he admitted to it. And I think people at his rally supported him for that. But it still brings me back to this point. Why do they hate him so much? I'm talking about the media here and the the other politicians that seem to... They never seem to be able to look people in the eye when they say it. They just say that he's he's all these bad things they, and he's doing this wrong and he's evil and he's probably a Putin agent and 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 and. But they can never look anybody in the eye when they say it. And then they talk up, and then they look up again, and they talk about we need a strong America, and we need to come together, and this guy's dividing America. Well, that's true. The guy is dividing America, but it's not him who's doing it. It's you lot. All that you go on about is how bad he is, and then some people believe that, some don't, and there's your division. Some believe it, some don't. It's you lot doing it, not this guy. So on from that. Why do they hate him so much? And here's the part that I believe. You look at the people who've been attacked or gotten rid of recently. Whether it's Justice Scalia. Whether it's this congressman that was recently shot. Whether it's Rand Paul who was there. Or whether it's Trump himself. What do all these people have in common? What have they all said in very recent times? In fact, that congressman that was shot put it out on YouTube only a week ago, maybe 10 days ago now. He made a video saying they're going after pedophilia and people smuggling, uh, people trafficking. And that this was a worldwide epidemic and you may not think it has anything to do with you, but this guy said, let me tell you, it's in every single community right here in America. So we're not talking about, oh, well, it maybe goes on in some distant African village. Maybe it does. But it also goes on in America. Throughout America. And let's just assume that these leaked emails are true. And WikiLeaks has never once made a mistake. So let's just assume they've not made a mistake on this. All these leaked emails from Podesta... Clinton and all the rest of it and they're all talking about all this strange food analogies now I get it, it doesn't prove anything I get that but it's an ongoing <clears throat> you know, who orders $60,000 worth of hot dogs to a party and why would you say things like oh there was a pizza map drawn on the back of a napkin you left it at mine um do you want me to bring it? It's a black one. And and just weird stuff like that. I mean, if I left a napkin at yours, a napkin, and I'd drawn a pizza map on the back of this napkin, why would you feel the need to email me? And I, I mean, what even is a pizza map? Is it a map where to get the best pizza from? Well, in their speak, it probably is. And $60,000 worth as well. So anyway, on and on and on. And I believe that these people are implicated in it. And that's how they keep control of them. Who are they? The deep state. For example, if you want to serve America as president or any like this, 
We as the deep state need to have control over you. And one of the ways that we have control is, A, we can bribe you, which you can't do with Trump. He's already got billions. And B, we can threaten that if you don't do what we say, all of a sudden the press are going to find out all about all this pedophilia and it's just going to leak. And then when you come back and say, well, you did it, we'll say, oh, the guy's just... The guy's just angry he's been caught and he's coming out with these wild accusations and lock him up for good and all the rest of it. You already know that's how it would work. Any guy who's been accused of all this pedophilia and it's all on tape and unquestionable is gonna, if this is the case, is gonna say, well, you lot are in on it too. And what do you think they're gonna say to that? They're just gonna say, the guy's just bitter. He's angry. We had no idea he was up to these disgusting, despicable things, blah, blah, blah. And the guy should be punished and whatever he says is just him trying to wriggle out of it. That's exactly how it would play out. And what if Donald Trump does not fall into that category? What if they can't bribe him because he's already got money and they can't threaten him because the only thing that they had on him was, well, maybe there's Russian collusion... Well, maybe um, he said something horrible about a woman's front bottom 20 years ago or whatever. You know, I mean, what is what if that's all they've got on him and they and they've been pushing it and pushing it for months and months and it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. And this is I could be wrong on this and I'm open to correction at any time. But this is where I believe the guy might just be the real deal. He might just be the one to go after some of these elite people. And it's quite easy to go after them in the sense that they all partake in these weird, ritualistic, some call it satanic stuff. And whether they believe it or not, frankly, I couldn't care less. The point that I'm making is it's almost like you have to do this to progress on through... And here comes a guy who seemed to skip this part out and he's accidentally become the president. Well, damn, what do we do now? Mix into that the internet and the fact that people world over can look up for themselves what's going on. They don't need to rely on five news channels or 20 news channels or whatever it is in your country. People can think, I ain't listening to what you want me to think anymore. I'm going to look up for myself. I'm going to choose what I want to listen to, what I want to watch and what I want to read up on. And I don't need anybody cutting bits out for me and presenting it in a way that suits their narrative. I can do it my own way that suits what I'm after. And if what I'm after is the truth or what's best for people, then I can do that. And sure, if we want to cut anybody up into either good or bad, anybody famous... We can all find things they've said or done and fit them into either box. We, we know we can do this and the media always do this. We It's just how they operate. Have you ever seen a criminal who's been convicted of murder look anything over else than evil and the innocent victim, they'll show some nice smiley family photograph even if it's 20 years old. And for the guy that did it, they won't show a nice family photograph of him smiling. They'll show possibly the mugshot 
where he's looking, you know, a bit to one side or with, you know, that's how they do it. And we know this. We've all seen it thousands of times. And we've always sort of pointed at China and thought, oh, I'm sorry for them, you know, and they're told what to think and th th their news only tell them certain things like how great China is and how bad everybody else is. Well, hang on a minute. Aren't we doing the same? Doesn't our media bang on about how great the West is and how it's always the Russians or maybe the Chinese or those pesky people in the Middle East that haven't a clue? That's how it rolls. Our media does exactly the same. And that's not to say that everything's a lie. It's, it's just to say, heads up if you're not aware, this is what goes on. And if Trump is the real deal, you can guarantee that all the people that own the five, six media corporations that control 99% of the news media that's put out, look it up if you don't believe that. If these five or six people are in this rich man's club of the deep state, let's call it, and then here comes a guy that they don't like. Do you not think that these people are going to try and go after him with everything they've got, minus what could land them up with a heavy fine or jail or whatever? You can guarantee it, because this guy at least has got the ability to go after a talking Trump here. Financially, if you, if you mess with him in a big way that presents a problem, and if you've left a trail, the guy has got the money to go after you in a legal way. He's got the money. He might not have the contacts to kill you, like some people do, but he's got the money, A, to protect, to protect himself, B, to hire his own security, which I believe he's done in addition to the Secret Service, and C, to go after anybody that presents him major difficulties in a legal way if they are breaking the law. The small man can't do that. If the IRS comes after the small guy, yeah, they can tie you up indefinitely, and that's apparently how they roll. Now, if this guy's for real, now he's meeting with Putin and the Chinese guy and all the rest of it. What if they hate Putin so much because he's for real? He kicked out the central banks from Russia, don't forget. He got rid of them. Now that doesn't fit the elite plan very well. Ever since then we've hated him. He bombed ISIS. There's talk yesterday that Russia may have killed the, the leader of ISIS, this al-Baghdadi, al whatever. Point is, Russia ain't the bad guy here. In fact, no country's the bad guy, because country's just an area of land. How can an area of land be good or bad? We're talking about individuals and it's the leaders running. Whether it's over or covert, the point is the people who are really in charge, who are pulling the strings. If three or four people get in, get into power politically, who are on the good side? They can say, well, here's a law and I want this doing and I'm going to make it an executive order or whatever. And if it's a good thing, like, we're going to help people and we're going to do the right thing and we're going to go after bad people and criminals and paedophiles, let's say they do that. Who can publicly disagree with that? Nobody. 
doesn't matter what side you're on, black, white, man, woman, no matter what. If somebody comes up and says, right, we've got a problem here and we're going to try and sort it out. Who would like to work with me? We need to go after these bad people. We need to support the good people. There's not a lot you can say against somebody who says something like that. And if somebody tries to block them and that person's got the limelight, they can call people out on it. I think that's what they fear. And if he's friends with Putin on a personal level, let's just say Putin says, yeah, I agree, we need to get rid of him. And this Chinese guy, I mean, I don't know much about him, the president. Is it President Xi? Anyway, if he's a good guy, and the three of them, so you've got the three arguably most powerful nations on earth working together. See where this is going. And while you've got that happening, you've got England, the the UK trying to leave the EU in this Brexit. And they're trying to, they are trying their best to throw every spanner into the works that they can to stop that happening. Because it doesn't suit the elite agenda. If there is an elite group of people who are trying to control the world, does it not make sense that they would centralise power? They would try and take more and more land with more and more people and put the power into fewer and fewer hands that is obvious you don't need any crystal ball or any conspiracy theory to figure out if that were the case that would be done and then along comes some people and spoils it all and just by some coincidence if you believe in coincidences non-stop then maybe it's just a coincidence to you But the media then go after all these people that speak for independence and freedom. Have you noticed that? They go after them all. And some even end up dead. Say Seth Rich. Seth Rich, the guy was killed. Whether you believe it was a robbery gone wrong where they didn't take anything despite the fact he had a $2,000 necklace on, a watch, a wallet full of money, they didn't touch him. They just killed him. Doesn't sound much like a robbery to me, gone wrong or not. And then we find out in the leaked emails, Tony Podesta has said, make an example of the leaker. The leaker, that doesn't sound like a Russian hacker to me. That sounds like somebody inside the team, the Democratic team, leaked something somewhere. No, he didn't say any name. Make an example of the leaker. And what happens? The guy who did the leaking, according to Julian Assange, according according to Kim.com and others, this was the guy that leaked the information to WikiLeaks. He's dead. And next thing you know, WikiLeaks are putting up a $50,000 reward for information leading up to the arrest of the killers of Seth Rich. Add on to that, the Democratic Party don't do anything. It's as if it never happened. And add on to that recently, a senior politician came out who is friends with a senior police officer in DC, and this politician came out on the record and said the police were told to stand down on this case. The police were ordered to stand down. On Seth Rich's murder... 
and you see you know we don't need to say oh it's all a coincidence we can be honest with ourselves even if we don't like what it sounds like and say well it seems to be there's some sort of plot here to do some bad and it's been done and now it looks like that good is finally pushing through only just but it's just starting to push through and work its way in and bad doesn't like it and bad doesn't play by the rules remember that bad doesn't play by the rules because it doesn't have to good has to play by the rules some argue well why did Trump get all these bankers in then into why did he do that well let's assume that you know something about the global economy we're not talking about how to run a household budget we're talking global economics including a whole nation's economy and you know it's in trouble this global economy is in trouble the central banks have been printing money like now tomorrow which they lend to governments who then have to pay interest on it production's down sales are down employment down unemployment claims up food stamps at record levels why well the stock market's doing great yeah but why when sales are down you're closing stores you're laying off staff your orders are down and yet somehow the stock market's going through the roof okay anybody who works in the economic field all agree the stock market no longer has anything to do with reality listen to any one of them they'll all say the same thing it's no longer based in reality now let's assume you're aware of that and you realize the country is 20 trillion in debt 20 trillion dollars in debt needs repaying the entire world is in so much debt that soon the interest paid on that debt is going to outstrip the entire global production in wealth every year well then what happens you see where this is going you need Somebody who knows how all that works. How the petrodollar works. How the illegal finance. You need somebody or a team of people who know how that works. Are these people good? Are they bad? Well, they used to be bad. That's not in question. I don't think it's a great secret that Goldman Sachs aren't always on the side of the people. If you aren't aware of that, I don't know what to say. So these people, ex-Goldman Sachs employees, I think three of them working for Trump, they know how the system works. Now if they have decided, I'm going to work for good, well great. If they've decided we're going to say we're working for good but secretly carry on this scheme for as long as we can, then that ain't so good. But if the you-know-what's going to hit the fan... Would you rather a surgeon who knows what he's doing deal with you in a medical way or would you rather some kid who's got the best of intentions but hasn't a clue deal with you and you've got a guy overseeing the surgeon? Well, the surgeon may have done bad things in the past but if he's got decades of experience and you need an operation and you've got somebody directly overseeing that surgeon I can tell you who 
would I'd rather steer this global economy into this recovery that we're going to need because unless you've been living on another planet you'll be aware that the only people who haven't been in any sort of a recession are the top 1%. The other 99% and I'm talking globally have gradually gotten poorer since 2008. Every single one of them. There's a few people in China that have hit big. There's many land property owners in the big city that have hit big but that accounts for 1%. Everybody else has gone down. There's a small, maybe 2% that are about where they were 10 years ago. Everybody else has gone down. This isn't some amazing recovery. If you earn twice as much money now than you did in 2008, but the things in the shops cost three times as much, you ain't really that much better off, are you? In fact, you're worse off. And if this guy's coming along to fix it, and the people who like the thing just so don't like that, makes perfect sense why they'd go after him. Anyway, guys, take care. Um, it no longer needs to be a right versus left thing or a Democrat, Republican, Conservative, Labour, um, Capitalism, Communism, Socialism, Black, White, Man. It doesn't need to be that anymore. All that we need is a simple line. Are you on the side of the people, the humans, humanity? Are you for Team Human? Or are you against? That's the only division there needs to be. It's a simple one. And if we can start with that, we can focus on the 99% we've got in common rather than dwell on the 1% of us that we have that is different and keep squabbling over that. Because that gets us to where we are now. On the verge of global financial collapse, on the verge of nuclear war, terrorists running around everywhere... Five people earning more wealth than the bottom half of the planet. That's according to Oxfam last year. Absolute insane things going down. Now, if you want things to stay like that, or you want them to change for the better, that's the only division we need. Peace, everyone.